Welcome to the Revelation Project Podcast. I'm Monica Rogers, and this podcast is intended to disrupt the trance of unworthiness and to guide women to remember and reveal the truth of who we are. We say that life is a revelation project, and what gets revealed gets healed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Project podcast. At a young age, the age of 16, Rupam Henry traveled to India, where she lived for five years in an international ashram. There, she learned meditation and approaches to the inner world. The desire to be of service to others on the path of self-healing was born in these life-changing years. Rupam comes from an ancient lineage of medicine makers, alchemists, and herbalists, reaching back 13 generations in Germany. She combines her experience as an herbalist, holistic health educator, and ordained minister with her experience of over 20 years as an RDA in general and pediatric dentistry. She is the founder of Rupam's Herbals. She focuses on holistic health and dental solutions through consultations, a handmade organic herbal line of over 45 different formulas, and a passion to support her clients and customers to retain their God-given right to self-healing and informed consent. Amen to that. Please join me in welcoming Rupam. Hi, Rupam. Hey, Monica. It's so good to be here. Oh my goodness, this is such a great subject. OMG. Yep. And it's like, oh, it has such been a part of my world, and I'm betting all of our listeners' world. You know, since I was a kid, there's just been, I always say to my husband, who he and I both have experienced enough tooth trauma um, for everyone, but I always say that, like, there is something so intimate, you know, so to allow somebody in your mouth and then the psyche, like there's so much that I think is more to be revealed on this, which is why you're here. But it's like, (laughs) I literally can get really, really closed down if something is happening in my mouth. I, I think it's interrelated to all kinds of other problems I've had in my life. And as I started to really unbecome from allopathic, you know, and I say that with the caveat of there were certain things in my life that allopathic medicine couldn't help me with. And what I came to recognize is that there's a time and a place and that in this world where everything gets to belong, there are so many valid, what we call alternatives that maybe should not be alternatives. <laughs> they should be way more mainstream than they are. But just just the very little that I have revealed and uncovered actually started to get me really upset 
angry. And I'm sure you're like nodding your head like, yes, yes, yes. Like, because this is where we go when we start this journey is like, we start revealing that there is so much more than we have ever been told. And there's been kind of this propaganda machine that just keeps us in this mainstream mentality, which I call the trance. So jump in anywhere you want. (laughs) After my rant, you know, Exactly. That's exactly what happened to me when I, you know, after I was in India for five years and had had such a deep dive into our beingness, really, and what is all interconnected. When I arrived in America, I literally had to pick up a job and I didn't know yet where I was going to be in the world. And I knew it was going to be in a health field. And somehow dentistry fell into my lap. And I... I remember after I had done all my licensing, I was like, wait a minute, where is the piece where we help people to protect from stuff? Where's the piece where we help people to self-heal? Where's the piece? Really, all we say to people is, oh, you must not be brushing and flossing. That's why you have problems. Mm. And it is such a small part of the big picture, which at that point, I didn't even completely realize yet. And kind of my heartbreak around seeing people in the chair spending thousands of dollars and not knowing what to do different because I've seen so many people floss and brush perfectly and they still have problems. And then I've seen people not much brushing, not much flossing, and they don't have problems. So our advice to people in the dental field that it must be brushing and flossing, it just never linked for me. Mm -mm. I know it's important to keep your clo- your, your mouth uh, clean, but there's definitely much more going on in terms of having dental problems. So that kind of catapulted me into really my own purpose. It was a little bit like a collage for me. I became a holistic health counselor while I was working in a dental office. I actually had a dream that I had to go back to my ancient lineage of medicine making. So I became an herbalist. I became also a color therapist. I literally dabbled in many modalities to somehow, basically my attempt to see the big picture of how I could support people to heal, especially with dental problems, because it seemed like there was no education out there. I mean, we've heard about holistic health, but we really, at that point, when I started the journey, there wasn't anything like holistic dental. So I was really one of the first people out there that's tried to open up the window to something more proactive for people. Yeah. So as I, my really, my entire intention and attempt was to give people tools where they had their own answers to what they needed to do to heal their mouth. And that was a long journey. And not only that, it wasn't really at all received well in a dental field. Mm -mm. In fact, it was totally poo-pooed, you know. Even the story around no fluoride, you know, was shut down left and right. Even though there was so much available in scientific papers that fluoride actually was not a good thing for the human body, that it was a neurotoxin, that it was killing 85 enzymes in the body that, I mean, it was going on and on and on. And really there was 
oh my God, even open dentist I talked to, you know, it was like, nope, fluoride is a must, you know. I ended up being getting fired. <laughs> I worked the last seven well years bragged. of my t- well bragged. Yeah, no, yes. totally. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, oh. in fact, my 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 friends were like, Yay, you can yeah. finally speak your truth, you know. And it ended up, I mean, it went so far that I I had to leave the office to speak my truth because I was working under the dental license, my own dental license and the dental license of the dentist that did not agree. But I remember a couple of times actually going out and catching up with the mom who was in tears about being totally downdressed about the fluoride thing. And she had such a strong gut feeling about not using fluoride with her children. And, you know, and I said, hang on there. I totally agree with you. This is the information that I have come across. You know, stick to your guns. And I just did it one too many times and I ended up being getting fired. And it was the perfect timing because I had already started my business. I was working part-time and I ended up then once I got fired. This was in Thanksgiving of 2005. Mm-hmm. And I literally catapulted me on starting my own business. Actually, I was so disgusted with dentistry at that point that I thought I just gonna chuck the whole thing. And a friend of mine said, "Wait a minute, you now no longer working under that license. Why don't you start speaking your truth?" And I'm like, "Darn right, I will." Yeah, you know. And so that started my path of more more education too, because I also started to hit my own. When I hit menopause, this is now close to 10 years ago, I hit also my own healing crisis. Mm -hmm. So I ended up learning a whole nother piece, how to work with viral situations. And this was 10 years ago. So long before what's been going on the last two years and how to be how to strengthen my system in such a way that it no longer became a good host for pathogens like viruses. Okay, we're all petri dishes. We're all walking around with tons of viruses and bacteria and stuff, but it's all about balance. Mm -hmm. So this beautiful gentleman, and you might have heard of him, Anthony William, literally saved my life. Mm -hmm. He's called a medical medium. He's the one that talks about celery juice. And I was so at the end of my rope that I thought, hey, I have nothing to lose. This was actually the opposite of everything that I had learned. And I put myself right away on the cleanse and started healing all these symptoms. Yes. And was like, wow, this is the next piece in my education and also the information that I can pass on to other people. And it's also deeply linked to dental. Yes. So I just see all these pathways. It's all these different pathways, how in the end it all connects. And it's so deep, you know. So more and more, my conviction grew that flossing and brushing truly is a piece, but definitely not the thing that's going to hold you when it comes to dental problems. It's just going to be way more than that. So over the last 15 years, for sure, I've just brought all the pieces together of 
how I see the interconnectedness and what I see people can do for themselves. So what happens often is when a client comes to me, something like I start to basically unravel the connections Mm -hmm. and I have huge trust in people's guidance system. Usually what I see happening is that something gets lit up in them by listening to the interconnectedness. And that reveals, (laughs) there's the word, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that reveals their next step in their healing. So it isn't even me telling them what they need to do. I really, I have this deep desire to support people and bring back self-respect and self-trust in your own gut feeling and your own guidance system. So I love holding space for people where I then can just touch on the different interconnectedness. And I have almost never seen it fail where people, something lights up in them and they go, oh my God. I know my next step. But yeah. I- and so truly that to me is the most holistic way of approaching this because the deepest piece of me as a quote unquote counselor is to support the feeling in people that of self-reliance mm-hmm. of the power is in me to help my body to heal itself and bring itself to balance. And I so believe in that. I've seen it in my own life. I've never been on any medication. I've been told I had Hashimoto, rheumatoid arthritis, chronic this and chronic that. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right to me, mm-hmm. you know. So, and prayer is a big piece in this. I mean, I was literally on my knees going, what am I not seeing? Please show me the next piece, you know. And the next piece showed up. And I started walking that piece and lo and behold, things are starting to back off. My body started to rebalance itself. So I have a huge trust in the guided, the guided journey of self-healing. I love, I mean, there's so much that I want to touch on that you just said. And first I want to say, I love that you said layers, like the next layer of healing, the next layer of healing, because we do heal in layers. And there are many, 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 you know, by the time we're an adult, there are unfortunately thousands of layers, right? Yeah. To heal, because there is part of being a human on this planet is to be emotionally traumatized, to, you know, encounter many, many chemicals to be, you know, to not be nourished properly because of the foods that we eat. I mean, yeah. there's there's so much here. And then yeah. what we're told to put in our body, the more you learn, the more we're actually realizing how harmful the things are that we're putting in our bodies. Um, and that includes the, and I, and I say this with the utmost, you know, respect, but when I learned, for example, that part of the issue of taking a thyroid medication is the thyroid medication, right? Like there's side effects for everything. And while it may help with some things in the short term, in the long term, it's something that you then have to address as another something to heal. So I don't, I don't want to go too far down that path. But what I do want to say is that 
you also talked about, you know, Anthony William and, right, there's so many different, I think, people who have made their voices heard. And you're one of those people, right, that is, has a counter narrative to the narrative that everybody has been um, consuming in this trance-like state. And the more we kind of are in this trance, the more we are careening right towards, you know, ill health, disease, like it's rampant. So, yes, because I feel like Anthony William was, it's like you pick up these tools and these these new yeah. narratives and you adopt them into your life. And it's like, and so when I find that my body is out of balance, I go back to celery juice, right? Like exactly. there are ways that I start to really, I have tools now because I exactly. know what it feels like to have my body in balance after yeah. years and years of imbalance. And isn't that amazing, right? It's so amazing because- That you feel like you have tools- and to to know the difference, like what good, what feeling balanced feels like. Because, exactly. Because for the longest time, I didn't even know what it felt like to feel, feel good in my body. Right? It's like, oh, that I'm going to call that good. I'm going to call that beautiful because that's my baseline for good for right now. Right? Unless, and then it becomes a game of how good can it get? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which is such a great game to play. And you know, the other thing that's also amazing is symptoms now are no longer, symptoms suddenly are becoming your gift because symptoms are just way showing the way. Like for me, when I have some symptoms, I call them almost shadow symptoms because they're not the actual symptoms how I had them, but a little bit. And I know, oops, I got to like what you said, like I got to um, my my celery juice or I got to eat a little bit more cleaner to help my liver to detox. It's just symptoms have become my friend now. I can yes. now, you know, navigate. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Got to or give myself more of a break or right. my body is literally showing me of how to walk now and not letting it get out of hand. You know, I know I can do the little adjustments versus a humongous adjustment, you know. Yes. And I think what you're pointing to are, it's like, we know what that energetic imprint feels like. And and so, for example, like, if I feel that energy, where it's like the shadow, I call it like the shadow of the migraine is showing up, then yes, I know, exactly. right? Like, there are certain things that I do to get back into balance before I get the migraine. So I also really want to go back to what you were talking about with the patients when the patients would get in the chair and what you were doing was you were holding space for their knowing to show up, for their body to remember. And it is, I've learned this through actually Charles Eisenstein's wife, who's a friend of mine, Stella. She has something she calls resonant attention. And by bringing attention to not only these areas of the body, but the whole energetic system that that every part is connected to every other part. And she may pick up on some something happening, let's say, in the left side of my jaw, and yet it's connected to something that I was 
unable to digest that was an emotion. And so she'll get this intuitive hit and she'll say, okay, so I'm getting like six years old, you know, and like something happened around shame and right. So it's like so interesting because, and I'm making that up as an example, because I feel like for the listener, I want to give them a deeper understanding of of how when we talk about holistic, and this is really what I want to come back to you with, it's like, we live in a world that has compartmentalized everything that has isolated all of these parts that actually need to be one living ecosystem, one unified system. And that includes our relationship to the planet and others, right? We're an ecosystem, we're a universal cosmic connected system. And we need to understand this because when it comes to our health, it, there's so much more. So yes, I'm just going to platform that and hand it over. <laughs> totally. I mean, this is why I said, you know, alone, just talking about what it means to self-heal or holistic, we could talk three hours, yeah. you know, because there's so many pieces. But a few things lit up for me. One of them was, I mean, I think at this point in time, most people have heard that we are more energy than we are physical body. Mm. You know, that's why also, uh, I mean, I was in India for five years, so I'm very familiar with the the seven chakras or the seven energy centers, you know. And it's interesting, the sample or the example that you just picked with your lower left jaw, mm-hmm. and you picked six years in shame. Mm. This is because in this fifth chakra, fifth energy center is where you know so many issues especially around the wounds that we carry yeah the addictiveness or habits that we have adapted as a child to survive that you know mm-hmm. it's so criticism and judgment the will to create or the determination to create i mean faith and knowing is all in the center yeah. So that's why, you know, alone from that aspect, everybody is going to go through some dental issues at some point because this is such a packed energy station. It has so many tentacles. A lot of it is subconscious or in the unconscious. It's a whole another conversation of how to heal the subconscious because you can't do that by reading. You have to go hypnotherapy. You have to go, you know, other ways to deal with that. But it is a, it's a, it's a rich playing ground that most people don't even connect with their teeth and their gums. You know, they don't. They don't. Or like, you know, the how comfortable are you with your expression, your communication? How do you like? Do you keep your word to yourself and others? That's why it's so linked to addiction. You know, it's so many pieces that are a life journey. Yeah, they're not done quickly. They're baby stepped and maybe baby stepped three steps forward and four back, you know, so there is so much patience that's needed, so much love and understanding for oneself, which we haven't been modeled by our most of us haven't had parents that modeled at that kind of thing for us, you know. So that also implies of learning of how to hold ourselves like a little kid, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. not like this judgment and this criticism, you know, it's a funny thing. When I lived in India 
and I've, you know, gotten to know also Western teachers and Eastern teachers, and they've compared notes. And they said that the Western population, they have a core wound. We have a core wound of unworthiness, <sighs> more so than the Eastern people. Oh, yes. So we have this, you know, spiritual teachers have to talk to us differently because much of what we hear, we literally then turn around and beat ourselves up with it. Well, and you you said, okay, so this, you also talked about, you kind of intimated that what we do when we get into a doctor's office or a dentist's office is we relinquish our power. Absolutely. And that is a symptom of unworthiness. It's Absolutely. like when we do not advocate for ourselves, when yes. we say, you know what, that actually is not, that doesn't sound right, actually, right? Exactly. So, for example, you know, I went in and I had a fistula in um, yeah. on my gum that, you know, was sitting on top of where they had just implanted a post to have a um, an implant put in. And I'm thinking like, you know, they wanted me to take penicillin and I'm and I'm saying to myself, you know, no, not that it actually doesn't feel like that's what I need for this in this moment. <laughs> and I'm also going to have a disclaimer on this show that says <laughs> I am not a medical expert, right? But but I know enough at this point to say, yeah. you know, is this worth destroying my gut flora over and yeah. taking penicillin when actually I have other practitioners that I can go to and say, what's this about? Start doing some oil pulling. Start actually applying some of the resonant attention, start to actually get curious, right? Yeah. Do some of the other things that I have now in my toolbox in order to have this kind of like c get out of my mouth, right? And yeah. and to reabsorb back and to actually clear up whatever this bacterial thing is, you know? And so, and we're so, we so want the quick, quick fix, but it's like, yes. it's not giving me pain. Yes. So therefore... You know, I'm going to continue to trust my inner wisdom and I'm just going to continue to kind of work with this. And then if weeks down the road, I'm getting pain or something else is coming up, then I'll deal with it at that, that moment. But I don't necessarily have to like react. Exactly. And like my body actually has an intelligence and what I'm being asked to do is to listen. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought this up because... You know, there is to me, so there is the fundamental change or the fundamental difference between, let's say, conventional approach and holistic approach, okay? Conventional approach to me is literally the germ theory. Kill the virus, kill the bacteria, kill, 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 shut it down, and then you should be okay. No matter what it is with your body, your environment, what's called the terrain, Okay. Holistic, that it, what it means to me, holistic means the terrain theory, which means if I give my body all the core ingredients and the support that it needs to heal itself, it will. Mm -hmm. And that's called the terrain theory, meaning if the terrain is strong, it will balance itself. It will heal itself. The germs and the virus and the bacteria, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. It will find the body not so hospitable. Okay. And that's the same thing. If you have something going on like the fistula, which is a little bit of a probably an abscess, help your body rev up your immune system. Yes. You know, take the herbs. You can there's also homeopathic penicillin, which will not destroy your gut flora. Right. You know. 
You can do it differently. And I swear to you, I had an experience in a hospital where I actually really badly cut my finger and the guy wanted to immediately put me on antibiotics. And I said, actually, no, I don't have an infection right now. I want to, I want to keep my immune system really strong to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And the guy was so pissed off with me. He said, well, we probably have to amputate that finger in a year. Oh, for and God's like, sake. Come on. You know, I said, I am doing homeopathic penicillin. He totally poo-pooed the thing. Well, I, and it was a bit of a tricky thing because I'd never done anything like this. It actually even nicked the bone. And I'm like, you know what? I am taking responsibility of healing this. I will change the bandage three times a day. I will do all my herbal stuff that I know. I will do my homeopathic and my herbal penicillin. And lo and behold, it healed fast, you know, yeah. but it was a, I had to really like say, okay, I'm going to live what I'm teaching now. Yes. You know, it was a really intense experience. This guy was so condescending. He didn't at all hear me, you mm -hmm. know, in fact, he tried to fear me into doing what he said was the right thing yeah you know yeah and so i know it's a really intense thing for people to go the different route and not the germ theory you know to say you know what i'm gonna just give my body what it needs and it's not like i did it and i forgot about it it's actually what most people do they take the antibiotic and they don't have to do anything anymore i took close attention every day of what my finger looked like I felt it. It wasn't painful. It wasn't throbbing. It wasn't more heat. You know, I actually put my entire intelligence behind this to heal it. Yeah. And to me, that means I am trusting the body to heal itself because I truly think it's our God-given right to heal. Yes. We don't have to depend on an outside force. And I'm not saying that, hey, if I have a car accident, oh my God, thank you for a surgeon to put me back together. Exactly. You know, thank or a God. dentist to fill something so I can then heal my tooth from the inside out. Right. You know, I wouldn't be running around with a big cavity. I would want a dentist to fill that. But I also know that that's not healing the tooth. Right. That's just making the tooth look good again, fill it up, heal it, give the dentin a little extra cushioning, but that has nothing to do with healing the tooth. Yes, it has nothing to do with the root cause. And I think that our attitude right. with medicine, back to kind of just the, it's like, medicine for a technical age and a modern culture where the people have to get back to work, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's the insanity of, you know, the hustle culture, the take a pill for it, mask yeah. it, make it look good, put a Band-Aid on it, but it never heals the root issue. And exactly. so when we start to actually look at the root cause, this is when we start to actually really understand the interconnectedness of the body. And what I want to really pull into this and point out to my listeners was, it was such a revelation for me to understand that each of the teeth in my mouth are connected to the meridians in my body. Yep. 
And each of those meridians are the energy centers that inform and communicate like the mycelium, right? Like in the ground, it becomes the neural pathways and the network from which my body is able to communicate. And that communication is an intelligence that we have we have just barely started to kind of lift the veil off of. I mean, there is so much more to be revealed about that. But one of the reasons I was really excited to bring you on the show, Rupam, is because this is where you really know so much, you know, and can help us start to get really curious and learn more. And this is where I really want to invite you to start to talk to our listeners about the teeth, the importance of the teeth, how these teeth are interconnected to everything. And then what I'd love to do is really talk more about some of what we can be doing to better care for ourselves. Okay. You know, teeth to me, so it's bone, right? Mm -hmm. And bone is the densest material in the body. So the one thing to also get right off the start is that Say, for instance, I am uh, meeting with a client and they're starting to change some of their lifestyle. And suddenly, say, three months in, they go, oh, my God, Rupam, this might not be working. I just, I just got a cavity. And this is the first thing to understand that bone and changes in bone actually take sometimes years. So a cavity can happen without the visual, the eye, the naked eye to see it. And even without x-ray, it's still already happening. So the process of demineralization is happening and it will show itself maybe two, three years later down the road. So that's a good thing to know because when people make changes and they suddenly have a cavity, it's not sudden. It's already been growing for years and suddenly it shows up on Mm x-ray, but it's been going under the carpet, Mm -hmm. okay? Meaning when anything or anything is going on with the mouth really to me is a chronic issue. It isn't ever acute, okay? Nobody suddenly has a cavity. Nobody suddenly has gum disease, Mm -hmm. okay? So looking at that is also for us to know there isn't a quick fix, Mm-hmm. meaning getting a cavity filled that's not the healing of the tooth so now the detective word starts what's going on for one of course i will always look which tooth is it because all teeth are sitting in the same chemical soup why does that tooth get a cavity and not another mm, interesting so that's where yeah right yeah. so that's why the chart comes in handy of how the teeth are connected to all different organ systems, even spinal segments, even emotions. So, for instance, the eye tooth is connected to the liver. So, not many people get cavities in their liver, but they can get gum disease. Mm -hmm. Now, if somebody gets a cavity in the liver, I will definitely take, I mean, a, a, a cavity in the eye tooth, I will definitely take a look at the liver because that person would hugely benefit from maybe doing some liver cleansing Mm -hmm. because the organ system and the tooth are literally connected with like a string. 
they interconnect and influence each other. So for instance, if I start taking some bitters, some bitter herbs, and I am maybe doing my lemon water in the morning, wait 20 minutes, do my celery juice, I'm already helping to heal the liver and also my digestive system. The other thing to remember is that anything that's going on in the mouth, the mouth is the first part of the digestive system. So cavities are always connected to a digestive system that either chronically, most of the time it's chronically, has been struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we're going right back how it's so interconnected. The Western world is all about the sweet and not the bitter. Yeah. The bitter flavor is almost con- totally disappeared. You it's know, so people true. Oh my God, it's bitter. I don't want that, you know. And we have a saying in Europe. It says, have your bitters and be sweet or oh. have your sweets and be bitter. <gasps> I have the chills. Me too. Oh my goodness. Because... Because the liver and the digestive system needs bitter. And mm-hmm. anybody that's thrown up, you know, the bile is bitter. Yes. Bitter, bitter herbs, you know, helps the digestive process by producing and helping bile production. It helps the liver to function better. So having something bitter and you don't have to eat it in your food. Uh, I mean, I grew up with bitters in my food. You know, my mom had me go out and we collected dandelion leaves and we cut them really small and we put it in a big salad. Nobody really noticed. We always had our bitters, you know. Yeah. And then Swedish bitters, which is an ancient formula from Europe. We had Swedish bitters. I mean, we, my parents both are pharmacists. They had to learn everything in their exam herbs. And then when they started becoming actually working as a pharmacist, you know, it was all like pick up the phone and order from the industry. But we basically had no pharmaceuticals in the house. We had everything still herbal because my parents knew all the side effects, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we always, if something was going on, take your bitters. Mm -hmm. About to get a cold, take your bitters, you know. And because, is it take your bitters because the bile production clears the liver and the liver, like, help me understand. It's more, you you know, the... The liver has many, many functions. One of them, of course, is to produce bile. And it's for pre-digesting. That's why it's so important to sit down to eat, to chew a lot. So all that can actually get pre-digested. And then it goes in. Many people have total problems with hydrochloric acid. Like their whole digestive system is out of whack, you know. And it's either because we've lost our... We're so fast moving, you know, right, so to sit down and, and drive, you don't through. digest right. Yes, you yes, know? Yes. So for instance, taking a bitter 15 minutes before you eat, it helps the digestive system to produce the bile, to get the digestive juices going, to kind of prepare the system for digestion. Yes. And bitters are classic for that. And I've also heard you can either, the body can either digest or heal. Yes. It can't do both. Yes. Yes. In fact, I talk about that a ton. The liver has many functions, but in this, for this particular example, the liver can either detox or produce bile. It can't do both. Okay. Okay. So that's why one of the biggest healing protocols is what's called the morning cleanse. Okay. And the morning cleanse, like, you know, through Anthony William is like the lemon water, the celery juice. I do a big fruit smoothie that kind of carries me through the morning. 
in winter, I might do a little oatmeal with some raisins, but I leave out all fat. Mm -hmm. Because fat, if you put fat, introduce fat into the diet in the morning, it kind of makes the liver jump out of detox and go into bile production. Yes. So if you keep fatless in the morning, if you don't do fat in the morning, you help the liver to detox every day. Yes. And in fact, that's one of the first things I tell people, you know, if they've been eating a certain way that I can already see what's going on in their body, that their food probably isn't working for them. I can say, hey, the first thing that you can do is go into something like a morning cleanse and that you can do that long term. And that will help your liver every single day to detox from environmental toxins. Because that's the other thing that is connected to dental is the liver when it's sluggish, right? Too much fats, too much like always bile production, bile production, bile production, not much time to detox kind of thing. Mm -hmm. The liver in its intelligence holds on to all the toxins. And then as the sieve, the liver fills with toxins it cannot store minerals and vitamins. It literally has no longer the capability. Mm -hmm. And that's how we end up deficient. And deficiency, chronically speaking, totally connects to dental cavities, to osteoporosis, rheumatoid arthritis. So that's how it's connected again, you know. Yeah. So most people at this point in time, because of the environmental toxins, the intensity that our body has to deal with every single day would benefit from giving the liver a break. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of the biggest things. And then the other thing is that the adrenals, you know, the way we move so fast and the way we are constantly in fight and flight, talk about the last three years. You know, the whole world was in fight and flight, you yeah, know, yeah. didn't matter where you are and what you believe. Both pictures are pretty frightening, you know, in terms of like, and suddenly the separation from each other. I mean, crazy making, right? Crazy and if making. you're a sensitive being, you can almost palpate the anxiety in the space, you know. So unless you have a really solid spiritual practice you know where you can totally like sink into what's really true and what's really present moment present moment present moment most people are constantly in fight and flight and adrenal health is underneath all bone growth mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which means if it doesn't matter if it's coffee every day or you for fun jumping off a bun uh, on a bungee cord off a bridge or you are in financial straits or anything like that if you're chronically in fight and flight, your immune system goes down, your digestive system goes down, your nervous system gets rattled, and that long-term can totally lead to dental problems. Okay, so I'm just going to be transparent here and say that my coffee alarm went off. Totally. Right? Hey, what's, <laughs> not to, <laughs> what's not to love about instant enthusiasm? <laughs> yes. I'm like, my coffee alarm just went off and I'm, I'm immediately, you know, like grasping. I, I often have this story of like, just don't take my coffee away. I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah. Just don't take my coffee yeah, yeah. away. And I think what I am modeling this because 
this is some of what happens that comes into the space the minute we start to think about healing. The first thing we think about is we think about all that we have to do. And what I want to offer to our listeners is just not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yep. Right. And then, right, it's like letting those, those, alarm bells go off like but I love my sweets but I love my coffee but I love you know because like it it, like when we put more on our place than we can say grace over in the moment we're gonna just be resistant to it and the point here is to actually like open like lean into what is being revealed in this moment and actually listen for what is resonating in your body as true for you because maybe your body is resonating to this idea of like, yeah, maybe I need to cleanse my liver a little, or maybe I need to get more curious about my adrenals, or maybe I need to look at my coffee consumption, or maybe it's all of it. But what I want to put out there is exactly. just the modeling, again, of like where we tend to go, how we tend to put up the walls of resistance, and we oftentimes will choose willful ignorance. <laughs> We will pretend you know, not you, to know that we know better, you know? It, you know, this is so, I love it because this is, okay, this is where it goes right back to this fifth energy chakra, okay, that also holds our habits, how we learn to soothe ourselves, okay? Now, the big thing is baby stepping it, baby, baby stepping it, meaning... This is why I I will show up and I will light up these different connections. And this is where the trust in my client or the person that hears this comes in. It's like, you will know what lights up in you as the next step. Yeah. It doesn't mean, oh my God, take this away, this away, this away, this away. That's not how it goes. Mm -mm. Even just hearing it starts a seed that will has its own flower at some point, okay? Mm-hmm. Meaning, as you you will know intuitively, you know, I always tell people, start out what's easy for you. Like some people go, hey, I can drop the coffee, no big deal. I've done it before. Other people go, whoa, okay? So do the next rest step that feels right to you. Baby step your way into this. The other cool thing is there are little herbal tricks, mm. okay? <laughs> so if you have your coffee in the morning, for one, get the best coffee out there. Toffee is super toxic, okay? There is a great coffee that is high altitude, shade grown, organic. Um, it's expensive, but to me, I have that in my fridge every once in a while. That's my treat. Mm-hmm. I have my coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And I enjoy it to the max. So it's called Life Boost. It is just the cleanest thing that I have found so far. The other thing is also about the mentality of taking away. I don't like working like that because I have worked all my life a bit with food addiction and habits of to soothe myself. So I am very careful to not set that up and kind of light that up you know so for me it is i'm doing something kinder but still reminds me of my little coffee ritual so i find things that work for me and i play with it you know i might alternate and then at some point i'm like okay i can let that go now and i'll go to this it's called kapomo 
and I think it's C-A-M-P-O-M-O, Kapoma. It's a Mayan nut. It handles like coffee. It smells like coffee. It comes like coffee. Do it in a French press. I put my whole thing to it. C-O or C-A-M-P-O-M-O and Tatva Herb, T-A-T-T-V-A, tatvaherb.com is the place I get it from. Awesome. And the ritual is the same. I kind of, everything is the same, except it gives me everything. It gives me potassium. It gets a lot of amino acid. It's alkalizing. It's everything that coffee isn't. So I started playing with myself when I took on my coffee thing. So it's also sometimes just that you have to have the information how to substitute something lovely. Meaning you have, you don't feel like you're taking something away. You know, you're just adding. And take us back because, of course, like my alarm bell went off and this is what happens before I even heard the relationship to my teeth, right? So like I've often heard, because and we all will hear conflicting information, but I think that when you were pointing to liver health and adrenal health and we were going back to, look, it's all about the bone. It's all about the bone. The teeth is all about the bone. So help me understand the relationship bring us back to it's all about the bone and the teeth and like how this becomes the first the mouth right I'm pointing to my mouth my listeners can't see I have to remember that you know that that's the first place food goes and drink goes and so when we get up in the morning and the very first thing we do is have coffee what am I doing to my teeth what am I doing like is that is there a right you know coffee there is so much going on with coffee that it makes it harder for one it's very acidic Mm -hmm. right not so much in the mouth itself it's more when you swallow it the ph your internal chemistry kind of gets plummeted into a very acid ph okay Mm -hmm. acid ph is it's also deeply dehydrating to the organ systems. It's getting your fight and flight going. So it does a lot of things all at the same time. It prohibits potassium absorption, which is part of your teeth and your enamel and your dentin. So it plummets the, the blood sugar levels. It's, it just does a lot of... Um, it's like a Molotov cocktail right in the morning. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a little bit like... It's like Damn. And not only that, you know, it's also kind of shuts down the whole detox situation because you're just gone into an acidified ambiance, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, you know, if you are, okay, here's the thing. Like, I really learned over the 10 years now, more than that almost, to not lean off the, on the coffee thing because when I do, because I'm so sensitive now, I remember you know, maybe five years ago when we moved the shop to another location, it was such a big push. I literally had coffee every single day. By the 10th day, all my teeth were sensitive. Interesting. And I can feel that now too, if there is long going anxiety going on, which in 2022, I've had a lot of that. Uh, my dad passed away. My mom almost passed away in front of me. Mm. It was a lot of stuff going on. And after I, the end of a certain period, 
I could feel my T sensitive and I'm like, oops, I got to take my adrenal support. I got to take my nervous support. But this is where the cool thing is. You can help yourself with herbs. Mm -hmm. For instance, with coffee, if you are doing that, I would say if you really want your coffee, maybe can you stretch it out till afternoon, Mm -hmm. like from 12 o'clock on, because then you give still your liver some time to detox. And then you can also drink herbal teas that help your blood to become more alkaline again fast. Like we have a tea called traditionally yours, which is nettle and oat straw and red clover and spearmint and rose petals. It's lovely and half the amount of horsetail. Horsetail has so much silica, so it's great for nails and hair and bones. And the whole nettle situation is so mineralizing that it's alkalizing. So if I have my cup of coffee, I will drink my herbal tea Mm -hmm. to help my system to come back to a more pH balanced thing. It's just, it's getting the information, what it does. So you're not blindsided, you know, oops, I never knew. Similar thing with vinegar. Vinegar is very deeply dehydrating to organ system. It literally eats teeth. Mm. Okay. Especially if the person also eats a lot of salt. Uh, the combination of vinegar and salt is really intense. And then you so, get the vinegar and salt potato chips. Oh, exactly. Right? You know, look at all the ingredients. Vinegar is in almost everything. It's in mustard, in ketchup, in salsas. And I mean, there's, it's hard to not have vinegar in store-bought stuff, you know. So... I've gotten into the habit of having my little glass jar and I make my own salad dressing. I make it with lemon or orange juice and a little oil and a little maple syrup and a little Himalayan salt. And I carry that everywhere I go Mm -hmm. because most restaurants have vinegar. Most restaurants have canola oil. So I make my way through what's out there in the best way I can. Yeah. Yeah. And coffee and vinegar are just those heavy hitters, you know, unfortunately. But the cool thing is when you take that slowly but surely on, you also help your overall health. That's the thing. Anything to do with the mouth and what's going on, if you take that as a beginning point. If you take it as an invitation to get curious. Exactly. It will only do a huge benefits to your overall health. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Because, you know... We get away. This is also the thing because bone is so dense. There, are, Anthony calls them little time bombs because it looks like it's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine till it's not, mm-hmm. you know. But the process has been going on for years. Yeah. Now, the amazing thing is that you can reverse that process. Yeah. You know, you can reverse that process, which brings me to like, I know that a lot of people say that, for example, you can improve your health. We know that's true. You can take the pressure off of your adrenal glands. We know that's true. A lot of people say we can mineralize our, remineralize our teeth. Is that true? It is. Yeah. And I've seen it. Okay. Well, and I just learned this as well, and I want to throw this into the mix, that I had Isabella Friend on the show recently, and her whole thing is about educating us about water and the water we drink. And of course, the water we drink is stripped of minerals. It's it's what she calls starving water. And so actually what happens is that 
we drink the water and not only is it actually dehydrating, it's pulling the minerals out of our organs and our, and what our body needs. It's pulling the nutrients out because yes. it is so needy. We're, she calls it yes. needy water, right? Yes, yes. And which fascinated me. And so we need to know this, yeah. not to overwhelm everybody, but to really start yeah. to recognize that if we know this, we can come into a deeper understanding of how to create more harmony and balance within ourselves first. And that's when we're going to develop, like filling our cup in that way. The more we feel better, the more we are capable, the better our energy is, the more we are capable of advocating for ourselves. Then that kind of begins to accelerate out in the world as well. And it actually impacts then how we're in relationship to others in the world. And that's when we start not only to advocate for ourselves, but also to educate out there. Exactly. And so I also want to invite our listeners to really pay attention if anything around this conversation is activated in you. Exactly. Because I think like, there's, I remember, you know, just really starting to I mean, there's so many threads to unravel in the unbecoming and the health is, you know, just such a, a, it's like the, what I would call the, the golden thread, you know, it's like, it's the thread that is threaded through every thread. And until we kind of really get to the, to the source of how we how we fortify and rebalance and harmonize our health, we will continue to kind of build what I call a castle on quicksand. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, that's why it's so deep, you know, because I know from my own experience, you know, I have worked with this since I'm, I'm talking over 45 years now. I've started this process when I was 16 And much of the information came to me early, but this is where the underlying causal level of, say, addiction or habits or even being stuck on our coffee is like, it takes time for us to build the stamina and the guts and the determination and courage and the self-love to go. I love that. Yeah, that you said that. I, I, you know, I want to give that to myself. I want to give feeling better to myself. And it takes time. I mean, I am still working with my addictive stuff. I see it daily where I, instead of staying with my experience, how I'm reaching out to modify my experience. I mean, this is a lifelong lesson. That's why I'm saying this is, to me, self-healing is the vastness of somebody's life journey. It is not a quick fix ever, you know. So that's why for the people that are listening to this, this is not meant to overwhelm. It's just information that might or might not be the next step for somebody. But just to have the information has its own seed, has its own seedling. And that might be that you first have to you know, work to come to this 
what I call healing the first, the second, and the third energy center, which has a lot to do with personal power and the feeling of belonging. And, you know, the fifth, it's like you have to literally pass through layers of maturity that can't be jumped. So taking this on, taking on our addictive way of or our habits to soothe ourselves, that's no lightweight. Mm-mm. That's pure spiritual warrior. Yes. You know? And that might not be up to somebody. I mean, somebody might, you know, first have to uh, work. Like, for instance, food is called the last addiction in terms of all. Yeah. Because, you know, any other, say, you know, drinking alcohol or heroin or cigarettes or something, you can literally wrap it up in a package and throw the key. You know, with food and the oral stuff of coffee and other things, you kind of literally in contact daily three, four times. Mm -hmm. It's screaming all around you, you Mm -hmm. know. So to start coming to this place where you feel like you have the, the internal strength to take on the spiritual journey because it's a spiritual journey. What's underneath any addiction is a wound that wants to be filled. And, oh my God, I, I, I made notes for you getting ready for you. And I, on the page on my thing, I have to read that to you because yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. that it was so synchronistic. I wrote these notes for you and I was like, on the very bottom, I looked down And it's a journal with like beautiful sayings. It says, a wound is the place where light enters you, Mm -hmm. Rumi. Mm -hmm. So it becomes your blessing in the end, but it's a path. Yeah. It's it's a a journey, you know. And so to remember to never use the information to beat yourself up. Like say, for instance, you don't feel ready to give up the coffee, you know, to just say baby stepping it, you know, I am, if you do it, enjoy it to the max. Okay. Meaning make it, make it a meditation, make it like every sip, make it a total meditation, you know, don't ever give yourself total hell for it while drinking. That's just the opposite of healing. Yes. Yes. So, but maybe it's a different step for you. You know, maybe it is to do the morning cleanse and not have fat in the morning. Maybe it is for you to walk in the forest and rev up your immune system to forest bathing. Yes, yes. Maybe it's to start your garden and grow your own food. I mean, there is many ways where you feel like where your next step of healing is. And maybe you want to try out the Capomo and see, hey, it's not so bad. I can do this, you know. So it's really trust yourself to know what your next step is. Yeah, I love this. And I want to say that what came up for me as you were speaking about the courage and the grit and the, you know, the the spiritual warrior journey, that path is, you know, one of the things, the mantras that I would say to myself when I was facing something difficult was, I love myself enough to do this, you know, like to really kind of choose it, like from that place of I love myself enough 
to choose this for myself, regardless of how hard it's going to be. And then also to lovingly kind of allow myself to, you know, because there would be days and there have been days and there are still days (laughs) where, you know, I just don't have it in me today, you know, and just giving myself permission to not have to have it be, you know, like, just like you said, like a stick to beat myself with, right? It's just like, just noticing, not abandoning myself, right? Yeah. And just really staying with myself, but really, really looking at getting to the bottom of our health as an act of love. And I want to make sure because I my listeners will literally strangle me if I do not ask you about just the basic, right? Because clearly we're up for another episode, you and I, because this is fascinating. And I Love can't to. even stand the fact that we just blew through, right? This yeah. first episode one of many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what I really want to talk and bring this into our awareness, because what I know is that by a certain time in your life, you have a certain amount of amalgam, which means fillings, which means potentially mercury. And this journey and the reason that I asked you to come on the show is because I finally got what a big deal teeth are and how they are basically the beginning, middle, and end. you know, of everything relating to our health. And I recently had all the mercury removed from my mouth. And what else has kind of shown up are other issues now that have to do with the gum or root canals, the loss of certain teeth. And I know we can't tackle all of that today, but paying attention to it now at a much different level, really understanding you know, that even the dentist in the past where I've said, do I need to think about removing the mercury from my mouth? The dentist has either said no or, yeah, no, we'll remove that when we put in a new filling and knowing that they actually don't have the equipment or I just want to know for our listeners, what do they need to start paying attention to in terms of how their teeth are being treated, and what they need to just know as a basic beginning to a second conversation that you and I can have. All right, right, right. God. Oh, the mercury thing is such a big... I mean, for one, I have to say that, you know, I am in my generation, that's all we had. So when I was a kid, I got mercury fillings, like the fur, you know, molars in the back. I had little mercury fillings. And that's all we had. For the last 20 years, we've had the white composite fillings, okay, which have now become uh, stable enough, totally stable enough to replace those mercury fillings if it's just still a filling and doesn't have to go into a crown or something. Now, there is big from a holistic viewpoint and really understanding what it does it's it's tricky because for one when they get taken out 
you get the most mercury vapor of the entire process, meaning more so when we put it, more than when we put it in, more so when you have it in your mouth and you're chewing. Basically, a normal dentist will literally just pulverize the filling out of there without any protection. So when it gets taken out, there is two, three things that are really important to know. One is don't have it taken out if you are in the middle of a chronic health issue because it will add to the toxic burden in your system. Mm -hmm. Mercury is one of the heaviest poisons for the human body, right? It always tripped me up when they were saying dentists are you know, most dentists were literally suicidal in the early days. And it tripped me always up to say, oh, it's because it's such a stressful work. And I'm like, that's bullshit. They are suicidal because they're breathing in mercury vapor all day long. And it's a neurotoxin. And it, they can get mad hatter from it. Totally. Right? Yeah. right. Yeah. So, and that's what happened. Now, in a holistic dental office, you will probably see the dentist and the assistant in full gas mask, okay? And they will have a protocol where you have an oxygen mask on, where you have an ionizer in a room. The assistant is with lots of water and a huge piece of suction. You'll have a rubber dam on, which is that green or blue thing that only the two shows out, so no pieces fall in. The holistic dentist will actually chunk it out. Mm -hmm. They won't pulverize. They will do little cuts and then pieces fall out, yeah. you know? So that's the right way to do it, but still you get mercury vapor. Mm -hmm. So I would only, for one, I would only do it if you feel pretty stable and healthy. Okay, great. Okay, And then there's a whole protocol with homeopathics and high vitamin C, and there's a whole lot of things you can do to protect yourself. The other thing I would do is, I would not do everything, and I don't know what you did, but I would never do all of it at the same time. I would chunk it out, meaning maybe you're upper right, and then you give yourself three months to six months, and then you do the lower right or whatever, you know. Give yourself some time so you're not placing such a big burden on the health of your body. Mm -hmm. And then again, with herbs, you can do a lot. You can also do... Uh, you can do a beautiful, again, I learned this through Anthony, uh, heavy metal detox, which is super easy. It's five foods. Three of them are in my smoothie every day, which is wild blueberry, spirulina, barley grass juice powder, dulse, the seaweed dulse, mm -hmm. and the last one is cilantro. And you eat those five foods within 24 hours and that's how I did my heavy metal detox after dentistry. Mm -hmm. And it worked like a charm. Great. It was very subtle, very gentle. It wasn't a crazy thing, I, you know. Mm -hmm. And you can prepare yourself for that and do that. And you definitely can do it after you had a couple of fillings removed mm -hmm. and just help your system to just release the heavy metals, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And we get exposed to mercury many ways not just dental fillings we get tattoos carrying mercury unless you go to some organic tattoo artist shows up with heavy metals eating out aluminum heavy metals you know eating big fish like you tuna. know 
tuna yeah, or swordfish. I don't eat or... any tuna anymore. Zero tuna for me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I was trained through Western Price where we still had cod liver oil. Forget about cod liver oil at this point because our oceans are so full of mercury and it's the liver of a large fish that stores the stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And then the companies say, well, but we clean the mercury out of our cod liver oil. The crazy thing is the chemical process to clean the mercury out breaks the molecular structure and actually leaves homeopathic mercury behind, which now goes straight to your brain. Oh, God. So cod liver oil is out. Yeah. We First no. of all, we don't have it anymore. Second of all, it's totally contaminated with mercury. It's like fast forward to Alzheimer's, you know. Yeah. So you, those old ways just don't fit our present time with the environmental toxins that we're facing every single day. Yeah. So the ways we're eating, we have to change to help our body to heal from environmental toxins. And some of the old teachings don't correlate to the present time and what's going on anymore either, you Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. So the whole mercury issue, or if somebody is about to get pregnant or trying to be pregnant, I probably don't have, would have the mercury filling taken out because there's always some mercury vapor entering, you know. Yeah, yeah. Slow. You don't, uh, you know, you don't have to definitely if some, if a filling looks bad, then you take care of that one. If there are small fillings, really small, you know, you might be able to do one side of your mouth. Check in with yourself. How healthy are you? Can you handle a little bit of a toxic burden? And then if you have had it done or even, you know, you've, you just had it all removed. Do the heavy metal detox with those five foods. You know, oh, there's yes. even a heavy, heavy, um, it's called a heavy metal detox smoothie where you put all of those ingredients in there and you drink it in the morning. Yes. And it actually tastes good. Yes, yes, it does. It tastes so good. And I know, Rupam, that we're kind of coming on time now, but you also just talk about, you know, just people having a couple of homeopathic support protocols in their medicine yeah. chest for a dentist yeah. visit. I know you talk about arnica and, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Go- when you're going in for dental yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. And then you talk about Nux Vomica, I think it is, when going out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Nux Vomica because vomit, right? That already the, the remedy says it. It's, I learned that from a, African-American homeopath that specialized with with kids. Mm -hmm. And she used that remedy for anything that came into the system, the being of the kid that wasn't right. It could have been a movie that gave them uh, nightmares Mm -hmm. or emotional something where they felt totally like helpless and alone, or it could have been something they ate. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people, because being in a dental chair, it's vulnerable. Having anything done is pretty invasive and it feels very vulnerable. There's only for women, there's only one other place and that's gynecology. It feels very similar, you know. So it's even me, I mean, and I know my way around a dental office. It's traumatic. Even getting my teeth cleaned, it's a bit traumatic. So I always take on the way out 
I take four pellets of Nux Vomica 30C. And that literally helps my system to let go of something that didn't really feel right in my system on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one protocol. The other one you said, Annika, absolutely. I take Annika, even after teeth cleaning, I take Annika. Uh, if you have a 200C, I take it maybe once that same day. If I have only a 30C, which you can get in every health food store, I might take it a couple of times that day and maybe two days after. If I had a filling done, I also want to kind of soothe the nerve of that tooth. So I will take the Arnica and then I will take Hypericum, which is St. John's word. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I can do it either in 30C or 200C. 200C means you can get away with just taking it once. And you want homeopathic remedies 10 minutes apart and no eating, no drinking in between. Such They're fragile. They're, they're vibrational medicine, mm-hmm. you know, similar to like flower essences. And then I often, there's a whole nother conversation around people that are really fearful in a chair, which are most people. <laughs> so there is, you know, remedies to take when you're in the chair, my husband, he, my God, in the before he met me, he literally had to be put under. Yeah. He was literally freaking out. I was out. pretty much there. Yeah. And so we then got it away from that and gave him a half a Xanax, which made him fall asleep in a chair with gold, uh, homeopathic gold. Mm-hmm. That somehow the combo just calmed him down enough that he could go through it without being put under. Now... I get away, I think, with yes, something coming up with just giving him the homeopathy. Uh, it's arcanite, I think, okay. for fear. I always get arsenicum and arcanite mixed up. But anyways, one of them is for fear, the gold, and then usually me holding his hand. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be days where I would lie on top of him yeah. and watch everything. And that was the first time he felt safe. Because I would watch everything the man was doing. And I said, you're fine. It looks good. It's fine. You look good. You know, I think more, I I think I've, I've, as I've come out more and more with my dental trauma, I've heard that it's, you know, a very real thing for a lot of people. I end up taking rescue remedy, which is, you know, just something that I pick up at the grocery store. Yeah. Yes. Rescue remedy would just absolutely to take the edge off. Yeah, Absolutely. And that really helps. But um, yeah, I mean, there's 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 so much here and we've really just scratched the surface. But what I've loved so much about this conversation is that, you know, I really feel like it opens the door to a deeper understanding about the importance of our oral health and how it's connected mm-hmm. to everything. And mm-hmm. I really want to just thank you for opening that door for us today because there's so much that you offered that's just helpful. But more than anything, I think that sometimes we just need someone or we need to hear somebody that points us in a direction, you know, where then we get to kind of just be contemplative about it, start noticing, you know, where certain things like tooth sensitivity or cavitation or any any other issues are happening in our lives and just kind of use that as a jumping off point to really 
start to get curious about what are some of the habits that we can change. I love what you said about the bitter and the sweet and our tendency to kind of forget that we need the bitters and we need the bitters you know, not only because it's the crack where the light gets in, but it's also, you know, so helpful to create balance. You need the bitter with the sweet and that it actually balances us at a systemic level, you know, that it helps our digestion, which is where everything happens. And, you know, you gave us so much, so many helpful insights around just emotions and looking up the chart that you have on your website, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. we can, I'm assuming we can download that chart yeah, yeah. and check out and see, Mike, I wonder, I want to go and look and see like, okay, w- the hole that I have in my mouth, right? Where there's a post, I want to get really curious. And the one that has the root canal, like what yeah. emotional system and organs are those linked to, right? And yeah. then yeah. look at how can I support those organs? Because yeah. obviously, if they're already, if I'm already having problems in my mouth there, that's my clue to start supporting those organs or those systems in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And also just to remember, you know, there hasn't been just for one self-care, there hasn't been any kind of education out there, unless you're like me, who's had a deep passion for this, you know, there isn't the dental office doesn't tell you, Mm-mm. you know, the out there, big, big pharma. I mean, the toothpaste is like total junk you know it does so many problems in your mouth so everywhere you are surrounded by stuff that doesn't exactly heal and help us heal so no wonder most people don't have this information yes and and you know and that's the other thing is right there's just so much more here is like the toothpaste right that we're constantly using i mean it's junk it is junk it's total junk so So yes, more to be revealed. And I'm (laughs) sitting over here like, and thank the gods, you know, that you are passionate about this. And really just want to point my listeners to really look more deeply into your work. Because of course, it's, you know, you've got this incredible knowledge and wisdom, and you're such a resource for so many people around how they can approach their healing, um, how they can support their health, you know, and check out, you know, please invite them to come to the website and anything else that you'd like to offer at this point in our conversation, because I want them to learn more about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So the website is Rupam Herbals. Dot com, And of course, my phone number is 415-497-5141. Uh, you can text me there as well. There is a lot of uh, information on the website already. There are many podcasts listed there, products, of course. And if there are any questions, you can email me at info at rupamherbals.com. Yeah, use me as a source because literally... I'm all about wanting people to feel empowered to do their own journey. And there are so many pieces that can help with that. And for people to not feel disempowered and helpless in a dental chair, you know, which is such a vulnerable place to sit in, especially since unless you're a dental professional, how would you understand this, you know? And this is a little bit my beef with dentistry too, is that it's still very like down talking, like as if, it's not our 
co-creation to heal our teeth. We're not, most people don't get explained what's going on. So I totally invite people to use me as a resource because it needs to be broken down to understand to for people, you know. It absolutely does. And, and just take the power back and say, hey, I don't want fluoride, back. darn it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and, you know, if you've heard anything that disturbs you, welcome to the club, you know, and use that disturbance, use it, alchemize it into something, dive into the disturbance, because usually, you know, at the root of the disturbance is exactly what you need to know. Because that can really inflame a lot of people that whole thing about fluoride. And they're like, wait a minute, fluoride's good, you know, and it's like, well, do a little bit more research. Do yep, a little bit yep, more yep. research. And um, I'm just, you know, smiling so big because, you know, just just you, you know, thank oh, you Monica. for just being so beautiful and wonderful and open and just such an advocate for human beings everywhere to, you know, really take their health into their own hands. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this conversation. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, blessings, blessings, blessings. <laughs> and we'll be sure to put all of Rupam's links in the show notes. And until next time, more to be revealed. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, please visit us at jointherevelation.com and be sure to download our free gift, subscribe to our mailing list, or leave us a review on iTunes. We thank you for your generous listening. And as always, more to be revealed.